Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Folks and Friends, a podcast by Folks Finance. Here, we invite the brightest builders, creators, and thought leaders to talk blockchain, tech, finance, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ibu Karel. Let's learn something together. Assets discussed on Folks and Friends may be held by participants of the podcast. This podcast is purely educational and not intended as advice. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to Folks and Friends episode seven. My name is Ibu Karel, head of partnerships at Folks Finance. We are a DeFi lending protocol and DeFi suite on which you can lend, borrow, trade, on-ramp, and yield farm. Um, This is a podcast that we host uh, to get partners and other cool projects in the Web3 space um, up on a platform, hopefully introduce them to our community, hopefully introduce us to their community, and just learn a little about each other and what everyone is doing in this world of Web3. So today, super excited to have Zaza here. Hope I said that correctly. If it's not, if not, please correct. Yeah, all right. Uh, great. Uh, so super excited to have Zaza here from Ultiverse, which is an NFT project and metaverse building on Binance Smart Chain. Uh, so I just want to say welcome to Zaza and Ultiverse, uh, and can't wait to have a nice conversation today. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for holding space for us. Uh, yeah. So just. A bit of self-introduction myself of myself as well. I'm the business development lead for Altiverse. Uh, you know, in charge of partnership and collaborations. Uh, of course, um, have been with Altiverse for about well one year plus now, and I think Altiverse uh has been leading you know in this project for about uh, two years plus, and I think there's a lot of things going on. So I'm happy you know to share these details you know with Xalgo community. I know we have not really sort of uh work with much algorithm projects yeah uh except for probably two to three but yeah happy that you guys are going on to bnb chain as well yeah right just as you said um we are expanding uh the governance offerings to bnb chain with x algo and ultiverse was one of the first projects that we were connected to by dan un um head of d5 the algorithm foundation too so shout out to dan un so yeah, today we're going to be talking about, you know, the industry, Web3, uh, NFTs, gaming, the crossover of DeFi and gaming and what that could mean. Um, so first, I would love if you could give us an overview of Ultiverse and, you know, how would you describe it to to our audience who may not have heard of it before? Yeah, sure. So I think um when we talk about Altiverse, a lot of people come into mind that, you know, uh what 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 is Altiverse, right? So if you think about it, it's actually a triple A metaverse, uh built on Unreal Engine 5. And I think uh when they first started off the project, uh people were super excited, you know, about joining uh what what the metaverse can be as well as, you know, joining uh the game. Uh, which we are planning to so-called launch at a later date. Uh, and it's actually called Endless Loop. So, uh, we actually did one of our one of our metaverse uh, launch on January this year. Uh, to explain it in a very very short summer summary summarized term, right? I would just term it as uh a ready player one metaverse. You know the ones you see in the movie where anything is possible. 
But of course, we are just built uh, across MetaFi, SocialFi, DeFi as well, all integrated into one. Uh, so you can see a metaverse that has uh, full of different cultural experiences, you know, different games, different kind of concepts, all built in a AAA setting. And in this case, uh, it's all high graphic content. So like example, you know, if you have a car inside, you know, if you have avatars inside, it is a very, very clear distinction, you know, uh, across uh, the whole area as well. You know, we are not in comparison, like Sandbox is central that we are building on our own. Uh, and the graphics uh, also sets a good example on how we can actually use it as business models uh, or to, you know, show cosmetics of different kind of brands, clothing brands, etc., uh, into our metaverse and I think what's most interesting you know during our fall launch is that uh, you can actually see the Binance building uh, right beside uh, another completely different uh, non-related building with them so you can think of this metaverse as a very messy place but also with its own kind of uh, how do I do say recognition of uh, of course of the, the graphics and content is one of the major factors uh, that plays a part for Ultiverse because we want to deliver high, high-end product. However, you know, of course, the truth is that uh, with that, we definitely need good computer specifications. That's just one part of the metaverse itself. So during this uh, first showcase, we actually managed a few things. We showed that you can actually play poker inside, uh, inside the game as well. You can actually show your avatars, you know, and do perform different kind of actions. You can purchase NFTs uh, at an art gallery, etc., etc. And of course, the scenes. Uh, that is just one of Ultiverse product, and that's the metaverse itself. Uh, it's called Terminal City. Uh, we are expanding our with Outer Lands. Uh, this Outer Lands acts somewhat uh as similar as what Sandbox Central is doing. So each owner will have own control of their lands, and they will they will be able to sort of like utilize their lands for, uh, for their own use. Uh, that is the second phase, uh, I would say. Uh, and we had the third phase, uh, which is the MMORPG called Ender Slope. So this is just the AAA portion. Uh, other than that, Ultiverse is also doing uh, different stuff. Uh, we act as an uh, incubating uh, space for new games, uh, such as, uh, you know, we actually announced like Three, I think about three to four months ago, where we have launched our SDK with these three games, Sabre Ball, Ether Games, as well as uh, MetaMerge. So each different games have their own different characteristics. Some of it are uh, integrated with us, like using our IP towards their game. Some of them actually uh, inc- incorporate their game into us and have their own game as well. And of course, uh, some of them will probably you know be merging their game into our. Uh, uh, city or maybe even Ender Slope. So all of these things uh, is part of our diverse uh, product as well. Uh, we call it our diverse SDK. And of course, we still have uh, AI companion, you know, which we recently launched at about last year, December, which is called Moonlight NFT. This Moonlight NFT, uh, probably we will showcase the usage of AI integrated into the avatar. Uh, there's actually a website that you can access for it. You can actually speak to it right now. You can dress it, etc. And there's also different chains uh, along uh, along with it. So like our recent announcement with Linear, uh, they actually can sort of dress the avatar and that incorporates and shows, you know, what, uh, what are the things you can do with blockchains as well as uh, different kind of uh, industries. And one of the last product I would say is sort of like a Binance uh, Live 
we should incorporate uh incorporate it with us. We have a uh, Ultiverse Live. Uh, we incorporate Spider-Man's Live. You know, Twitter Spaces, uh, YouTube, Twitch, etc., etc. Uh, this is a space for people to learn more about uh other projects as well as Ultiverse. And I think I would say that this concludes you know exactly what we are currently building right now. But there are still a lot of things that is coming up. What What would you say that? metaverse means to you or metaverse means to ultiverse it's a complicated term uh there's a lot of different definitions usually the definition has to do something with an online area online hub for a community to gather but you're also telling us about different ways that people can interact with ultiverse whether it be using the sdk to incorporate their own game or you know, launching their own products within the game. So what does multi or sorry, what does metaverse really mean to to ultiverse um in like the in like a larger picture? Uh, yeah, so I think that's a very good question. So basically I think everyone has different definition of metaverse, right? Like when I asked my friend what, what a metaverse is, they 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 will say, Oh, okay, uh, uh my metaverse is example like uh, it's just a gamified space for me to interact with people, right? For for me personally, I think I see a metaverse as somewhere where you can socialize in, uh, where you can do different kind of stuff, and you can actually sort of interact, uh, with the elements inside. And of course, uh, there are one hundred different kind of terms for metaverse. But I think for Ultiverse, uh, what during our first launch, let uh, let me just explain a little. Uh, we realized that uh, under a AAA setting with high computer specifications actually denied a lot of access into different uh, huge communities as well as uh, different aspects of uh, different world you know world, world locations where they may not have the technology or they may not have the uh, so-called the capabilities to actually access a AAA game and in terms of that uh, our vision sort of changed from there uh, we are still building on a AAA metaverse. We are still going to stick to a concept, but we are also prioritizing accessibility into our metaverse. So having said that, right, uh, there were two things that we learned during the launch. One, uh, numbers were very important, right? So even though a AAA game was sort of uh, pretty important as well, uh, where you have good graphics, you have good content, but without the number of players being able to access into a metaverse uh, is practically not as uh, useful as I would say, you know. And that was why uh, sort of we actually held uh, another event uh, on March and the turnout for that metaverse event was way bigger and greater than the first one. So during this event, it was a learn and earn event. It was much more smaller. It was much more simple. Uh, but everyone had access because you could use lower end laptops, you could use your computer, and in some cases, you can actually use uh, your phone to actually look around, but not to interact. So uh, in that case, that's number one point that we learned. Uh, number two point that we learned uh, during this Metaverse event, uh, with a Metaverse inside, you need things to, you need a ton of things to be, uh, interactive, you know, for your players. So, example, during our first launch, you know, you could do a few actions. You could actually speak in the metaverse as well. You could converse. Uh, you could actually run about, jump. You can purchase stuff, NFT that's linked to a blockchain. You can even play Texas Poker. 
And I, I think that was not sufficient. And that was why uh, we also understand that there need that the metaverse needed much more products inside. Uh, not just the initial, you know, few that we plan, not the, the amount of 10 or 20 games. We probably need like a, more than 30, 40, 50 things, you know, uh, and progressively increase as, uh, as we expand for people to do. And the SDK actually sort of helps this because uh, I think a metaverse, you know, you can't build it on your own. You probably need the help of other design studios, other game design studios, other FT projects, other communities as well all coming together into one space. And I mean, that's what a metaverse is all about, right? So like we first said, uh, a, met- a metaverse is like somewhere messy where you can actually explore, you can find different cultural stuff. You know, maybe someone from uh, Ukraine is doing something over there, uh, selling their business, selling their game, etc. And maybe you have another uh, one right beside it, uh, you know, some uh, maybe a Singaporean doing their NFT project uh, beside. And, and I think... The metaverse is just something that nobody can explain. Uh, it's just a place which a communities which communities come together to create, and community comes together to sort of like interact with and with all these different kinds of owners or people, sort of contributing towards this whole ecosystem that will actually create a metaverse. However, Octavus uh, obviously have to provide. Uh, the means and accessibility to these people to create this vibrant metaverse where people can sort of enjoy, you know, spend their time in. And even though it's tough, I think uh, Altiverse has been doing, the Altiverse team has been actually doing a very good job. Uh, behind the scenes, I do see, it, uh, see a lot of things happening. They are still working with people who are like doing drones, uh, doing some VR capabilities with cameras etc but of course all this was not really showcased to the community as well i think the communication there is not as much and i think today's also a great chance you know during this podcast where we share a little more details of, of what our viewers is trying to do and also recently i think in malaysia they did uh, some partnering work where they actually have a v- headset as well as a vr handle where they can actually sort of like move around in the metaverse and yeah i think uh, hopefully that answers some of the questions. You know, if anyone have any questions later regarding this, they can also sort of uh ask ask it as well. Yeah. So it's it's intended to be an open space where anything should be possible, and it just is a, a place that exists in a digital realm. Yes, correct, and it will take time. Uh, I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I would deny it. it would actually take time for this to become really great. But I think, yeah, with time, uh, definitely uh, a lot of things is possible, especially once we get everything going. A lot of work is done behind the scenes, but uh, it's hard to explain it all. And they will, you know, once they are ready, of course, a lot of things will be shared. But right now, uh, the focus is on the SDK. It's on also the game integration with other partners as well. So, yeah, that's what we are doing, right? Where, where do you guys take inspiration from when thinking about how to design your game or, you know, you're on the business development side, so how to gain adoption of your game? Um, you know, maybe you can comment on that, but what other games or or projects, companies, things outside of gaming do you take inspiration from and maybe would try to uh, recreate some of their success? 
Okay, so the initial thought was, uh, of course, this project started with the impression of Ready Player One, right? Where uh, it was cy- cyberpunkish style, you know, and we, we all tried to make this super cool metaverse where people can interact on. Uh, but as time goes, right, uh, we understand that there are different needs in different aspects of the game. So uh, I do not sort of say that there is a definite, very, very, very absolute route. We are also, you know, sort of learning as as we go. Uh, we have a game plan in mind, uh, general direction, but you know, with the uh, different situations in blockchain, the different technology in blockchain that is constantly moving, such as you know AI coming in, such as uh other you know other important stuff coming in you know like we talk about apple vision you know they they have their products coming out updates of products update of uh what we what is possible to do and what is not possible to do and you know what is easier for the normal public to access all these changes you know as you go so what the team does uh i would say you know as we learn you know as we understand our holders you know some of the holders might might be happy with the product, some of them might, might not be, you know, some of them might want us to go to a certain direction, just focusing on a triple M metaverse. Thus, once, uh, you know, us to onboard more players to let more people learn about Otiverse. So it's all different uh, things. But what we are trying to do is just trying to make sure that uh, we are making both sides happy, trying, right? So uh, at the same time, making sure that we are giving value, you know, to these people that have already sort of uh, grew with us over a long course of period and uh, having said that of course uh, we are we are focusing towards a super accessible product at the end for mass adoption but at the same time trying to maintain a, a standard of a triple A game setting so that in the future, if businesses or maybe even legal entities, etc., do want to work with us, they do not get sort of disappointed with the product. Because I think right now in blockchain, uh, I mean, I don't want to make such comments, but right now, comparatively to traditional games or traditional uh, products, we are still a bit off course, like, we are not uh, on course of a very, very good game direction. And I think Audivus is trying to stay on track using that, but at the same time, adding a lot of different kinds of uh, elements as well. So like Cyber in War, uh, which is a good example, is a billet game, right? Well, what we're trying to do is not only just by doing a billet game, we hope that in time to come, you know, we can bring the billet game into the metaverse. You know, that might be a possibility, that might be it might not be. But at the end of the day, uh think of it, the end product will be somewhere where you can do a lot of different things. Like personally I've tried to push chess into Audibus. But uh yeah, so once all this is up, you know, businesses can sort of utilize this space. Uh once we have the players that they can utilize this space, you know, to showcase their product. So example, in the Altiverse, uh, Metaverse right now, we actually have a car sitting down there. 
uh, people can actually exhibit their car if they want. Let's say we work with a car brand, what we know whether it's Porsche or whatever, etc. And you know they can showcase their engine sound, their their model of the car, etc. And we putting it in the core central of the terminal city. So once they log in, you know straight away they will be able to have this number of players understanding. Hey, there's a new car out in the market, etc. You know, and of course, uh, that's that's just one example. We can do you know merch like you know maybe one day Gucci wants to you know, put their clothes in the metaverse, can do a fashion show, you know, can do music festival. Music is also already integrated in the metaverse as well. So these are such examples. Of course, uh, it's going to take time again. Once again, I want to explain, you know, to everyone in the community. But I think uh, the focus is there. I, I was actually also very excited, you know, to see that they were doing a conversion of uh, sort of like a real human model. Uh, they were working with another project to do a commercial real human model into a metaverse setting. So that's one of the things that I'm looking about uh, and exploring with them as well. Yeah, so tons of stuff. Yeah, maybe I could have dragged on too much, but yeah, that, that that's what I wanted to see. I, I definitely see what you're saying about blockchain gaming needing more time to meet the same standard as uh traditional gaming why do you think uh building a blockchain game is so much harder than building a, a normal game to put it simply i think the blockchain space is under a lot of scrutiny so basically if you tell people uh let's say you have 10 friends right uh at the age of maybe let's say 30 to 40 five of them would not even heard about blockchain right uh maybe out of eight of eight of them would not out of eight to ten or eight maybe even eight of them would not understand what blockchain is and maybe two of them would understand what is the basic definitions of blockchain in what's nfts like etc but they do not know it, what each chain does so uh out of these five right perhaps five of that uh, that means half of them actually thinks that Crypto, you know, is not something that is uh, approved by the authorities or approved by the countries of certain countries, etc. And some even even look at look at it as you know a scam, and they will not even sort of uh, touch the ecosystem. You know, never even bothered to learn about the ecosystem and what blockchain actually does. So all these things definitely pulls a. Uh, huge fans around normal people, normal gamers as well. They wouldn't even want to, you know, sort of enter into this space because of the bad impressions and news that they have heard about. And I think that is one of the things in this space as well that there are indeed a lot of, you know, uh, bad projects that have done a lot of bad reputation across the whole blockchain space. I mean, such good examples, you know, like the, a great example is like FTX, right? Uh, taking away all the funds of customers and this definitely demoralized a lot of uh, the blockchain users yeah, and even in some cases those that are entering and starting to learn about blockchain and uh, as comparing to the market of uh, game industries where there are already good platforms there are already good marketing support as well as there are already content streamers or gamers that are supporting this whole space uh what a good example, you know, having Twitch TV as a streaming platform uh, where they are already earning, you know, sort of their income uh, through, through there. 
And, you know, in blockchain, everything is just starting. You know, maybe there's a similar platform that's starting Twitch that, uh, you know, Binance, Binance Live could be the next Twitch. You never know. But at the end of the day, uh, it is still uh, highly inaccessible to people. You know, they still have to pass KYC, do log in a Binance account, as I try to log in with their email, you know, to be able to interact with the platform. So, so, so much limits and restrictions uh, is also sort of discouraging the older generation. I would say the older de- generation is 30, 30, 37 or 38 years old and above because they are not as familiarized as technology. And uh, technology actually do scare people, especially the old, older generation. Uh, and as for the younger generation, because there's so many financial incentives involved, people below the 18 also have a difficulty to join the space. So uh, building a blockchain game within the current space is not as easy because we do not have government supporting it. We do not have schools supporting it. You know, We do not have uh, the public supporting it. And only a certain category of you know people that are supportive of this or maybe even certain countries that are supportive of this uh, may not have the technology you know, to enter a AAA game setting, as I was saying. So this is what's the difference that uh, I would have said uh, as compared to a traditional game where you probably can just log into Steam, you know, can access to it easily no matter what age you are. Uh, that definitely, you know, uh, the platforms, you know, are not ready yet for Web3. But I think uh, that has start, started to change. And, you know, even for Altiverse, you actually don't even need a crypto wallet to sign up to our platform. You know, you just need an email address. You can just sign up from there. And I think this is one part of the things that Altiverse has did quite well as well. Because during the event in Singapore, when I was hosting, you know, at a university, a real-life event to let people try out the Metaverse, this actually helped me onboarded people easier. As compared, you know, if I had to teach someone how to sign up a MetaMask, do their seed phrase, etc. step by step, you know, probably I couldn't on couldn't onboard more than ten people. But I think during that event I onboarded more than a hundred plus uh people onto Altiverse. And yeah, uh basically blockchain technology still needs to create accessibility easier and probably we need a lot of form of government support. Yeah. But happy to hear about, you know, what what on, on your side as well because uh this is all within my region. So yeah. Well, me personally, I'm in the USA, um, and the US has recently been showing that it's not very in support of uh, the crypto industry. And essentially, I'm sure you've seen they they sued Binance, they're suing uh, Coinbase. Um, there's a lot of regulatory stuff going around in the wake of... FTX and all the uh, the scams and weird things that were happening in crypto in 2021 and 2022. It seems that in the U.S., the 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 regulators want to have more control and more oversight into crypto. Uh, but I want to ask you, what do you think needs to change in the industry in order to get uh, more adoption and acceptance from uh, financial institutions and governments.
Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we we basically we all need to support each other, you know, to to educate uh everyone as well. That that's that's my take uh on right now. Like every every time I meet someone, you like share, you know, don't 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 randomly buy coins. Find out about what the chain does, etc. And I I hope that helped. I actually onboarded. Uh, a few of my friends on the crypto as well. Uh, and yeah, uh, ho- hopefully you know everyone can do the same. You know, share about what blockchain te- te- technology can do. You know, what's the benefits of using certain chains, and this will spread across uh many many other people, and probably will have a better outcome. You know, for for people using NFTs as well as uh the blockchain. You guys are based on Binance Chain. Folks Finance was first built on Algorand. Now we're branching out one of our products to Binance. How do you see cross-chain developing in the next year or two? Uh, do you think that cross-chain will become standard for every project or will some projects still remain on a singular chain? Yeah, for me, I think definitely there will be some projects that's going to fully support their chain because I do know a lot of Maxis out there that uh, only support a particular chain but uh, I do think it's beneficial for all projects to sort of like explore cross-chain because right now each community have uh, such a I would say insignificant amount of numbers right even BNB at, at, at the same time you know compared to the world uh, it's just a very very small portion because Web3 itself uh, crypto slash Web3 itself has such a small community you can practically know everyone in the space you know if, if you really put the effort uh into it at, at least for singapore right so i'm based on singapore like uh everyone is well con i would say well connected but uh, a lot of us actually know each other and uh of course it takes time uh to build and the benefits of doing going cross-chain because uh for example in algorand I, I do know people that are in algorand but they never touch you know they never ever touch bnb so, you know, explore, giving the chance, you know, to explore different chains, not only adds up, you know, uh, a more vibrant community, because when you have people to speak to, when you have people to communicate with, and you have a huge, larger number, more things can be done. And more things in, in a way as in, uh, if you were to host events, you were to host spaces, these are just the small things. Uh, if you are able to sort of pull up, certain big form of integration that means pulling a whole community so let's say i'm just stating an example let's say algorand has what x 1000 number of people and bnb has like x 5000 uh polygon has another x 2000 you know and ethereum has 100,000 example and then all of them combining together is definitely better than you know just one chain trying to support their whole, whole ecosystem i used to be in a uh, chain where it may not be familiar to many, it's called Wax. Uh, they are still within their ecosystem as well. Some of them have pulled out, explore other chains. Some of them are still based on their ecosystem. And even though they have good product, you know, they have good stuff going on, it's gasless in a way. All you have to do is take Wax, but uh, their economy is not thriving because there's just such limited amount of builders as well as limited number of players. So I think cross-chain is a must in my opinion, you know, for everyone. Everyone should be exploring how to work with each other, you know, instead of just staying in their own shit. So I'm actually, you know, super excited. XLGO as well, you know, Fox Finance, you guys are doing this. Uh, because uh, 
I'm happy to have any Algorand gamers, you know, to know any Algorand gamers as well on board. Uh, I can do a few mentions, you know, Zababa gamers, SoulMove, etc. You know, I think they were ones of the Algorand projects that we speak to. Of course, like you say, Daniel, Daniel from Algorand, head of uh, DeFi, one of uh, my, I would say, highly respected person that I usually communicate with. Uh, is also someone, you know, that I learned about uh, and also uh, learn stuff, different stuff from him as well. And I think it's not only that, you know, be friends for Tezos, friends for uh, other chains, WEX, NFTs, etc. All these, they all have their different perspective and all of them have their advantages. And, you know, this can be shared among the communities uh, and also, you know, shared among the experiences uh, which can also help to improve on how the developers and us, uh, us team members, right, uh, within our projects on how to improve among ourselves. So there's so many different things that we can actually do. Uh, of course, uh, there are also difficulties, you know, uh, when you bring across different chains, everyone wants to bring them to their own chain, correct? So that, that's one of the, the, the disadvantages, I would say, because you become into a war, in, you become sort of get into a war zone if the chain does not have the correct mindset especially if the team, the main team itself from Algron or like let's say BNB is just like their needs is just wanting to pull each other. But they never thought that, you know, like one holder can actually do different kinds of things across different several chains. So as long as everyone have that mindset uh, that we should all be learning about each chain, learning about the advantages of each chain and trying to blend it appropriately into their metaverse game, what, uh, whichever. I think that is actually a very, very important point in the crypto for the next step. And yeah, I think Altiverse is not only, you know, looking at uh, just XLGO. I think we are also looking at uh, other protocols as well as uh, uh, different kind of layer, layer 1, you know, Layer 1, Layer 0 as well. I have a meeting at 2.30 a.m. tonight with Layer 0 Labs. So yeah, we are always exploring and I think... Uh, hope one day the space can all come together you know especially the gaming space because I, I believe in gaming and come together to build you know something incredible uh, it's gonna take time but I'm pretty sure it will happen you know over a course of uh, maybe two to three years no I definitely agree um, and you're totally right about gaming gaming has the special power to bring people together that have nothing else in common um and the, the market is absolutely huge for gaming. I mean, it's almost seven or eight times bigger than, than the movie industry. And uh, the movie industry is is really huge. And if you think, okay, uh, you know, everyone sees the new Marvel movie, Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but then how many more people see the most popular games in the world? League of Legends, Fortnite, um, you know, I could go on on the list. Um, you know, what is the BNB community like and, you know, what is the Ultiverse community like and how, how do you think those communities are different than... Okay, sure. Yeah, so I think BNB community is a bit more, I would say, uh, uh, different. So some of them have been in the BMG for very long. So they are actually more, more I would say, more experienced, you know, within the blockchain uh, industry as well. And... Uh, there are a lot of people out there who are in across several chains. So the usual cases that I would see would be BNB users are actually in 
across multiple platforms. So I have BNB friends that have uh, sort of explored different kind of platforms uh, due to their journey towards games, right? So example, you know, we all started with Wax NFTs and after that we move on to BNB chain. Uh, through BNB chain, we discover, you know, uh, Ethereum and then we started doing Ethereum as well as uh, after Ethereum, you know, we started Solana and then it goes on and on. So because BNB was one of the early birds, I would say like during 2017, BNB coin had already launched. Uh, most of the users are more experienced there. Uh, as well, you know, if you're talking about like Solana, you know, there are Solana communities that have not explored other chains as well. Uh, and they are only, you know, sticking to Solana. Uh, Wax, only sticking to Wax. And I think that is one thing uh, that is important within the BNB community is the the willingness to explore other chains. I'm not saying that other chains, you know, they are not willing to explore. It's just that, uh, they may not be exposed to so much, uh, so much, uh, events or maybe even uh other communities as well because uh the chain itself does not push people to other chain. But I think in BNB, like what's happening now with XLGO or Alvaron, right? Uh, you guys are copying onto BNB chain as well and BNB chain is obviously uh, supportive uh, but it may not be exactly the same you know for other chains so uh, with that I, I will also say that BNB users also they are more so-called uh, I think robust in, in, in gaming uh, as well as also in DeFi because they have been utilizing you know whether it's a Binance uh, platform for a certain kind of time you know they have Pancakes, uh, they have explored such other, you know, DeFi multiple platforms like PancakeSwap, you know, etc, etc. And I think, you know, uh, if we were to give a comparison of which chain is, you know, sort of like uh, more experienced, more bigger, I mean, the obviously the only other chain would be uh, Ethereum. Uh, I mean, there might be other chains I'm not aware of, but I'm just naming a big name. So like Ethereum is one of them that might also have a very, very robust community. Uh, but of course, Ethereum, uh, they actually play a different kind of sort of uh wavelength, you know, with, with regards to how how uh the chain is like. Because uh, if you think Ethereum, you're thinking, you know, uh, it previously, you know, especially two years ago, you're thinking high gas fees, uh, richer users, you know, people who are, uh, you know, uh, using a tech in a different way. But BNB is more like, you know, uh, smaller projects, uh smaller communities all coming together you know focusing on a different number of projects and coming together you know to explore the different kinds of uh things you can do in bnb chain but for ethereum you know you're mostly playing with uh you know like let's say you're uh, farming uh nfts uh, airdrops you know in uniswap etc etc so uh two different kind of things and of course uh bnb gas fees are used i mean of course now you have Arbitrum, you know, that is lowering gas fees for uh, Ethereum. But, you know, we previously, BNB was one of the low, the lower gas fees uh, protocol we should have, you know, before Solana was out, before Polygon, Polygon was out. And everyone was in the chain, you know, exploring different uh, assets, and different projects as well. And that was when it was the peak for BNB. Uh, of course, now uh, we have uh, OP BNB coming out, right? Which is sort of like uh, a second layer you know which is supposed to reduce gas fees so i'm actually also looking forward to that and i think um as you know crypto changes with polygon up with solana up all the gas fees drop you know people start to 
CBNB as oh why is BNB so expensive, right? So I think with this OP BNB, it's also obviously gonna increase their user base because people will start start to say, hey, uh, actually BNB also has uh lower gas fees now, you know. And I think in Web three right now, everyone is just concerned about uh the money the money aspect of things, right? And uh, this will definitely help increase user base, especially gamers, because uh for gamers, uh not only for one transaction it actually counts for us right uh it also counts uh also not only just the community but the number of uh transactions and also the speed of transactions so like let's say if we are playing a game uh i i require 10 transactions i i don't want to wait for 10 seconds or 20 seconds you know for one interaction to be made i think bnb has executed very well such aspect that within probably three to five seconds if you know if there's no major issue major issues your transaction will actually go through and they can actually support a high volume as well so uh yeah looking forward to the OPPNB, uh which we are integrating with our metamerge sdk and also uh looking to see more bnb users you know back back and exploring the chains yeah i'm 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 a bnb maxi i think you can hear from what i'm saying so always supporting bnb and bnb has been out there uh, for I think up to about six to seven years already, and I think that uh is actually you know one of the core core crypto communities for, at least for me you know that I will be sticking with you know even though I'm still exploring other chains. Yeah, I'm really excited to start exploring the BNB community and the ecosystem uh because I know it's one of the most popular chains and has. I think the highest usage of, of almost any chain, if not the highest usage. Um, I want to ask you one more question. And then I, after this question, if anyone from the audience would like to ask a question, uh, please feel free to request to be a speaker. But this question is how big is the team that's building Ultiverse, And how would you describe the culture uh, of the company or the team? Yep uh happy to share that so team is pretty big uh i mean if we are not including game devs of course uh team has scaled smaller right we have moderators we have a bd side uh we have marketing we also have uh the desk from the contract side you know blockchain uh tech uh if you are not including the game design team i, I would say about 20, 20 20 plus would be about that number to 30 but if you are counting you know the game design team etc i don't have the exact number but i think it will be close to um uh, 100 but i'm not sure uh to what extent because i don't have data for for that part but i do know you know my, my side so uh regarding you know how the team is like so i think uh i'm gonna just base it around the founders and the co-founders right uh all of them are really friendly people uh also really passionate people you know towards uh whether is it gaming slash AI or even, you know, building uh, new content around the metaverse, etc. They all spend a lot of time uh, committed to this project. Uh, I do understand, you know, even as I'm speaking right now, there's a lot of things going on within our internal group chat. Uh, of course, that being said, I also think that our core team uh, has a flexibility which you may not find amongst other team members. I think a great example was like, uh, we have a colleague called Moonlight, right? 
So she is one of the a person that who she, she who worked really really hard, you know, holding spaces, her holding AMAs every day, and we saw the founder, so you know, uh, and the core team sort of uh made an NFT for them, uh, for her, sorry, and you know, this actually shows you know how much uh you know, they, they actually appreciate the team as well. And not only that, I think uh, even though we are, you know, in different parts of the country, you know, some of us are based on US, I'm, I'm based on Singapore, people from Hong Kong, Australia, etc., etc. Uh, we all come together, we sacrifice sort of a time and sleep. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, say, I'll say in that way. Uh, we did not do we do not sort of adhere to a proper working hours you know maybe some of the projects they do a 9 to 6 and after 6 you know is uh, standard off office timing but uh, we adhere to different timings you know whether is it 1am 2am we, we have a meet we have a meeting for the team you know every Friday we do have a meeting to sort of follow up our staff uh, you know so to let everyone update so every 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 one of the team member allocate that specific time you know to attend the meeting as well uh even in the different aspect of like let's say i have a meeting at 2 30 a.m you know I'll, I'll just do it some of the thing teams who are based on type uh maybe let's say uh hong kong cheat they're also you know awake at 2 30 a.m to attend the meeting so these are some of the things that our holders don't get to see uh and of course our founder you know uh he he's also a guy that really never sleeps so I've seen founders that, you know, once once they sort of raise the money and then they sort of uh, slack off, you know, uh, I think our founder in, in this aspect uh, is definitely not that, you know, he has, he was actually uh, early in the office with me this morning, you know, after lunch, uh, he had several meetings, went back to have even more meetings, probably having meetings right now as I'm doing this space. And yeah, I think the energy of the team is there even at this bear market, right, where a lot of other projects probably have already faded off, uh, we still continue on and we still drive ourselves forward. You know, every every day we are thinking about how to uh, reward our holders, how to create new content uh, for the project, how to improve our metaverse, how to get things going, etc. And I think the energy of the team is one of the things that probably Ultiverse will succeed over the long run. Uh, of course, like I said, time is always needed, you know. Uh, crypto space moves very fast. People, uh, our holders also expect a lot of things to move fast. But I think time will, you know, show that uh, Ultiverse can actually deliver. And, you know, I hope that I can push out more con- new content and share more stuff with Ultiverse holders as well. Uh, and yeah, that, that that's definitely one thing I'm trying to always uh, communicate with the team as well. So, yeah, uh, great team in my opinion. Uh, and you know, last last but not least, always have to thank uh the dev side. Uh, so recently, you know, we we had a sort of uh, uh let's 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 say a pandemic project doing some sort of uh, mean etc. You know, it didn't turn out too well. Uh, but so far, I have not any experience any major flip flops. You know, with our diverse dev. So very very impressed with uh the contract team as well as the dev team on our side. Uh, and, you know, they do executions pretty fast as well. So, uh, yeah, if, if this is my personal opinion as well. You know, it's really something that I say from the heart, not 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 not, not something that, you know, I'm a very honest person. So uh, this is something that I'm, I'm sharing about 
uh, which I think, you know, they actually deserve recognition. And I think one of the worst things, you know, in this space is that the devs really do not uh, have any recognition at all. And, you know, I always try to mention them as much as I can because this is really uh, the effort they put in. You know, uh, sometimes they do stay at 6, 7 a.m., People do not see, uh, people do not understand, but, you know, I, I'm with them, you know, I do sleep very late sometimes, so definitely know they are working super hard, you know, on our project. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I totally relate to what you're saying about working uh, outside of what people would consider the normal hours. You know, we do that here at Folks too, and the team is super dedicated and super hardworking and that's why we're able to put out new products at, at the rate that we do. Um, I, you know, I don't know another company, another DeFi company that puts out, uh, you know, innovative products as fast as we do. And I'm just proud of the team for that. Exactly. You know, people will be up late at night, early in the morning. They just do what they have to do to, to get that little, uh, extra bit of work in. And I think right now in the bear market, um, any any project or protocol or company or game or DAO or anything that is working extra hard is going to uh, see those benefits. You know, when the next wave comes into crypto, the next wave of users, next wave of adoption, next wave of money. Yeah, then I'm I'm also very very super curious. You know, like well, there's so many question about Divas, but I'm pretty sure people also want to hear, hear a little bit about X Algo. I mean, we have some of our holders here right now. Uh, like, what, what, what are you guys, you know, looking to do with X Algo? Maybe you can just do a very, very simple explanation. You know, once it kicks into the BNB community, I know you guys are launching, you know, the token, uh, during end of the month. So you know, happy to hear a little about that as well. Yeah, I'd be happy to um to tell the audience here. So if you have never used Algorand before, you may not know that. Algorand has a chain-wide governance system, which you can stake Algo uh, vote on, you know, governance decisions, and you'll actually earn yield from that. Um, we at Folks, being one of the leading DeFi protocols on Algorand, we enjoyed a DeFi boost. So over the past few quarters, the governors of Algorand have voted to allocate more of the rewards that are distributed through governance to DeFi protocols. So that lets us have a 15% yield on Algo that people can um, can participate in and earn from our platform. So what we want to do is take that yield and expand it into uh, Binance Chain. And we'll be doing that with XAlgo. So essentially, you can uh, bring Algo from Algorand through Wormhole onto Binance and you'll, be, you'll mint XAlgo. Um, and then you can go and trade that. You can go and put it in the liquidity pool that we'll have set up um, with a big DEX partner. It's going to be incentivized. So it's a very powerful yield farming tool. tool. Uh, I mean, potentially you could earn, you know, 15% from governance. And that would be if you uh, bridge your algo into Binance. And then you can earn uh, trading fees by, by putting in the liquidity pool. And you can actually then stake your tokens in the liquidity pool to earn more yield. So you could earn yield from three places at once. So I think this is just super exciting. It's the first time anything from Algorand has been bridged over to Binance. Anything, uh, it's the first algo derivative on Binance, actually. So this is the first time that, um, not Binance, actually, let me be specific, uh, Binance chain, BNB chain, 
So this is the first time that that community and, you know, the people that you've built your protocol around can actually access uh, exposure to algo and exposure to this yield. So we're super excited about it and just to join the DeFi space uh, on BSC. And, you know, we're grateful. I'm personally grateful that your project and you were, were you know, receptive and welcoming to us. And that, that really meant a lot as we're going into this new um, community. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Like, like I said, you know, we are happy to support uh anyone uh that is you know going to be in the space for the long run, especially you know if it if it's with good intentions, you know, not bad intentions. Yeah, and I I, I mean like uh like I I it's not like I have zero connection with Algo. I did bought FIFA packs as well. Uh, using I think it was a Para wallet or something like that. Uh, and I do have Algo. Uh, somewhere around in my account is that I don't utilize it as much. So you're happy, you know, to actually have uh XL go into BNB chain. Probably I would have more, more, more utilities for me to <laughs> explore XL go with in, in future. And I think that's something that uh definitely a lot of the BNB project needs. You know, we I think this bear market has brought a lot of boredom. Uh, within especially you know the alphas the people that have been in the space for a very very long time uh, they are looking for the next big excitement I would say you know in, in the crypto space uh, previously two years back you know it was game five and everyone got so hyped up you know then AI came uh, you know and now people are looking you know what was the next big thing you know you know you never know uh, what what can happen uh, there, there's always a very very fast boom whenever it happens you know people want to catch the wave they might be too late so i always try to get in early as well you know for game five was pretty early uh for ai not not as early uh as i hope so but i do explore different ai stuff as well so always uh you know especially for those out there you know always explore and logically think you know what 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 can what can do well and always have a part in every chain or every you know things that you are comfortable with uh, I think that is always good to explore and for me you know for Algorand I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have uh, done big things I've heard a uh, few few things about Algo that is pretty interesting I think there was something called uh, uh, Algo Race which I think that showed me before you know FIFA packs which I have purchased as well looking to see what X Algo will do uh, and you know what we can do with X Algo that's definitely one of the things that I'm looking at and pretty sure you know, some of the BNB communities out there will be interested as well you know, once you know, mentioned to them. But I think some of them may not have heard of XLGO yet. But I think, you know, with enough coverage and enough uh, spaces, definitely more and more people have XLGO. And hopefully one day, Algo and BNB you know, can work together hand in hand. I, I'm, I'm pretty looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're, you know, this, this XLGO product is, just the first time that these two chains can even interact. And like you said, you, you bought some FIFA packs on, on algo back during the world cup. Um, if, you know, if you still had algo in your wallet, you could go and just con uh, mint X algo. Once it launches, now your liquidity and your value will be in your, um, your home, like your home chain. So you kind of can keep the, you know, this is just a great benefit for both DeFi ecosystems uh, the TVL of Algorand goes up. The active users of Algorand may go up. If people from Binance become interested, they 
uh, purchased Algo on Binance. They send it to their wallet. They uh, bridge it into XAlgo, and now they can use it on Binance Chain. And if you're not uh, someone who's buying Algo or wants to use an Algorand wallet, well, then people can simply buy XAlgo on uh, on a DEX, on BSC, go and trade that, use that, earn the yield. And actually what they can do, they don't even need to mint it. You can buy it off the DEX, and then you could actually uh, unmint it. So basically you send it back to folks' finance on uh, through the portal, and then you'll actually be able to get the yield that was accruing on those tokens. So one thing that's cool about Xalgo is that because of the 15% yield from governance, the token actually will go up in, in value all the time. It's an interest-bearing token because when it's minted and when it's brought back onto Algorand, the difference in time will have accrued the yield. And so it's a great tool for people to, if they want to speculate on the price of Algo, they can buy it on BSC, hold it, trade it. And then if they like, you know, if Algo made a move upward, okay, great. Now you can either sell it or you can even go a step further and bring it back into into Algorand and kind of double up on the on the returns there. So really excited for that. Um, and, you know, we've been talking and we may do some type of giveaways, hopefully, uh, to your community to get people involved. So if you're part of the Ultiverse community, keep an eye out for that. Uh, no, no promises, but we've been talking about it. Um, and yeah, just really excited to join your, your, your ecosystem and learn more about, you know, what you guys do over there. I know, I know very much about the Algorand community and, um, you know, it's time to learn about, uh, BSC. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, happy to hear what you have said. Um, yeah, but we do also hold much more space. I think like, Twitter spaces now has been pretty, pretty, pretty low in numbers. I was attending, you know, you know, Farouk's uh, Twitter space, you know, it used to be a few thousands. I mean, it has all bite down, you know, real Jonas, etc. all these uh, top, top gaming influencers is Web3. Like I would, con I would con consider them top gaming influencers in Web3 or, or had, uh, have all sort of like, also, you know, drop in numbers. And that's why we are also doing spaces across with several projects. Uh, I actually have one upcoming as well. Uh, but it's a gamified uh project. You know, within uh our sort of like uh integration. You know, of our electric ship NFT with uh their game. You know, I'm also happy to get you guys involved uh in future spaces as well. Uh, so you know, a larger number can also hear about XLGO, and yeah, uh, yeah, I also do have some people. Feedback, feedback, uh, that feedback that they 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 were put down on the spaces as well, <laughs> or for some reason, uh, during this time, I think our diverse uh handle was also put down, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Twitter will improve uh the spaces next time, and hopefully Neil next time we can have more listeners uh towards uh, our spaces. Yeah, um, you know it was great to to have you on the space. I want to say thank you, Zaza, for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with? One last comment that you have? Yeah. Yeah. Whether you guys are from Algorand, you know, or Tivas, of course, we have some holders. Like I said, uh, building takes time. Uh, of course, uh, for my, for our, you know, electric ship holders, definitely we're going to bring value back uh, as much as we can, especially for me. I'll focus on building the brand, building, building, you know, the electric ship PFP, NFT, uh, 
or of course and also you know to focus on building the metaverse portion uh we i hear you right uh team here is here hears you as well i also occasionally feedback uh to the team uh and i hope you know you guys can do 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 hear this as well and for our grand community uh i'm definitely excited you know to explore more about it as well i've been talking you know in one of the algorand uh, spaces uh in in their discord you know like i have been trying you know to understand their product understand what they're doing you know and also learning about their community and it is a bit different i would say uh they you guys have a more close knit community uh we, and the people we were mixing with you know from algorand were from indonesia singapore you know malaysia etc etc and uh i know you know algorand also have been doing a great job uh you know whether is it uh in in the defi uh aspect uh and you know i know you guys also have a huge treasury there's something to take note of right and at the at the end of the day uh i do see different forms of integration like uh falgren and bnb uh of course takes time to explore and you know if a game can actually get into algorand ecosystem i'll be happy you know think of how xalgo can be utilized as well uh we have a lot of games upcoming and happy to share them you know with uh you know fox finance uh regarding this and yeah uh thanks for you know all the people on the space right now who have been listening from start to end you know even with the dc happening etc and you know i have to thank you for all of your time uh of this you know is still uh, i always say in all the spaces your time is most important in someone's lives anyone that actually takes their time you know to come into our, our spaces etc you know is all appreciated yeah 100% agree thank you everyone for being here um keep your eye out for xalgo launching on july 1st uh it's the first time like i said before you'll be able to bring algo uh to and from uh bsc so this is going to be amazing and you know because of the speed of both the chains you'll be able to bring uh assets and value uh you know to from and or from algorand and into algorand and from bsc and into bsc within uh you know a matter of seconds probably five five seconds or so so it's going to be a big thing we're really excited make sure uh if you're in this space and you're in the algorand community you follow zaza you follow ultiverse dao um make sure you keep up with their announcements if you're from the ultiverse or the bsc community give folks finance a follow so you can keep up with what we're doing and when you uh or when we launch xalgo you're going to want to be early because those uh those rewards and incentives will be really great for the you know for the early birds so definitely keep your eye out for that if you're a yield farmer if you're a DeFi person or a trader um you know give us a follow put on notifications so you don't miss it and uh, i just want to say zaza one more time thank you so much for being here uh and i hope you have a great night yes you too man thanks thanks for the time on uh your podcast is is uh you know very 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 all that to be on stage all right thanks everyone we'll see you next time bye